Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Space Trash in And I'm your host, Molly Molshine. And Sarah, your sound is incredible. I can almost hear the tobacco crackling as you take a drag of your parliament light. I don't know. Yes. What do you smoke? American spirits, because that's what the spirit baby lady told me to do, smoke. Did she actually? The spirit baby to- lady yeah, told you? she's like, cigarettes are fine. You're an ancient, but go with like the most natural option. Okay. I just got an email from her to reschedule my reading. I'm really you, excited. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wait. Oh, I cannot wait until you do it. Holy I shit. I know. Me Look, too. I'll, I'll trade. I'll send you mine. You send me yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <gasps> so, okay. So, we are – I'm going to Spain tomorrow. So, this is going to be a rapid fire episode. What are you doing in Spain? Uh, just hanging out. I mean, I wanted to go to – so, we're. I want to go to La Alhambra. If anyone took Spanish in high school, they know about that. Like Umbrio shorts? No, it's Alhambra, but it's got a silent H after the L. It's like the most beautiful example of like Muslim slash Spanish architecture. It's in Granada and it's like an hour away from where we're going to be staying. So I really want to go there. And I was thinking about how when I learned about it in high school Spanish class, it was actually so brave of my Spanish teacher to like say the word Muslim in 2003 in re- in a Republican county of New Jersey. Right. I was was just- everybody in your school Catholic? Uh, it was just everyone was pretty much Catholic, little Protestant, maybe one or two Jewish kids. And Whoa, like, but it's like super white. Yeah, it's just – it's like a Republican stronghold. Nice. Super nice. duper white. But that's why you're – that's why you have like such – like you're, you're so tough. You're so – you know, you're tenacious because you kind of had to be in like the sea of sh- – sea of sharks as a loving person this whole time it really is like (laughs) oh my god one day when we have more than an hour i will tell you about the ways that the kids i grew up with terrorized each other it's it's truly like nothing i've ever i've I've never heard anyone else having like a more toxic middle school oh my god we're gonna have to do a bonus episode it can be 15 minutes but just about the way kids bullied each other in your school i'm so curious it's so bad so okay uh, we were going to talk about the dog. I also am trying to get a doggy because I felt it in utero. Okay, so look, even if you're like nodding off, I am going to look at your chart after my IG live because I just want to know if like a dog is in if, – if, if, if this dog is like a cosmic 
match for where you're at right now, I will let you know. And if it seems like maybe it's maybe it's not your dog, I'll also let you know. Okay, good, good, good. So I let me just tell you the backstory. So the girl who does my eyelashes and eyebrows and sometimes Botox, her name is Beth at the London Dolls, and she has a really cute dog. And I was at her salon to get my eyelashes done, and the dog was in labor. And I was like, what? oh my God. And she was like, yeah, he's not going to, she's oh, not going to have this. mentioned that. Yeah, that the dog was yeah. in labor when you were there. Whoa. She was like, she's not going to give birth yet, but like you can have her lay on you for a little bit if you want. So I laid there and oh felt all the, little, all the babies swimming inside her. Oh my God, Molly. I feel like you have to, that's like so beautiful. I know. And <gasps> now there's this one little runty boy. And like you were literally like, like surrogate, like the dog was your surrogate. Yeah, yeah. Like the oh. dog's belly was on my belly, full of babies. Oh, oh my god! It's almost so, like it's your dog anyway. Because like, if this was another place, another time, you could just be like one of those crazy. Like you could have just stolen the baby from the newborn room. I I guess snuck snuck away with it. Like I feel like the, all the UK, all the old UK <laughs> shows. Like I don't know if you watched uh, a place to call home. Just like I feel like a lot, I feel like I see that a lot. Where it's like this baby, or yeah, place to call home. They were just like swapping babies in the black market. I feel like you could do that with the dog, but you well, wouldn't because she's your lash girl and you respect her. But and, and you know, another time, I don't know. It's like you were yeah. there in the nursery. You could fucking just swoop that baby and run. I don't want the baby to be come to me through trauma because you lose them how you get them. Whoa! Write that down and make it merch. Maybe that's <laughs> the Pisces shirt. <laughs> well. I think that's like – no, it's not the Aquarius shirt. I no, was going to say it's the Aquarius the- shirt because Aquarians are the biggest cheaters. But like Ooh. it's – you lose them how you get them is if you are the other person, not if you're the cheater. If you're the cheater, you don't give a fuck because you're just going to keep cheating on everyone oh. forever. So it wouldn't work for an Aquarius. It would work for right. whoever is – whatever sign is addicted to being the third wheel in the relationship honestly, and home wrecking. Like, that's like cancer shit, honestly. That's like cancer Scorpio shit. Okay. And even Gemini. It's, yeah. it's basically my my chart. I was going to say Gemini, yeah. I'm sort okay. of always just waiting for you to be ready to be with me. I love that. And you're mad. Mm-hmm. You're not waiting though. You're manifesting. Yeah, exactly. Like a- you get it. You fucking get it. You know, it's interesting that we're talking about animals just to start this pot off because you actually don't even know the trauma, speaking of trauma, that I've been through. Um, remember what? I said to you like 15 ago, like I'm going to pee and then I'm all yours, you know. Mm-hmm. Well... When I walked into the bathroom, I had a bit of a fright because there were three lizards in the no. bathroom. And no. I was like, oh no. I was like, oh no. And they were like little baby lizards. So really we're having a similar experience where I might have, you know, that that lizard that Desi accidentally let in a month ago might have just had her pups. That's why she was freaking out. She's like, I'm gonna give labor between these two doors. And then oh my she's God. been missing in the house somewhere. You and mid- now you were the <laughs> midwife to these lizards. Okay. You you didn't ask for it and we didn't plan it, but the theme today could be midwifery. Oh man, what does this mean? Well, I just I do think it means. I mean, I'll, I could tell you even just like briefly with the astrology and we, with the spirit baby. Oh my god, coming back, spirit baby lady <gasps> with her coming back to both of us in, within ten minutes of each okay, other. Oh first, no! Let me just say you got to stay on your birth control when you're in Spain. It's not I time know. yet. It's not time yet. Or baby lady will tell you, but it's like 
um, I think that I, the astrology of it actually kind of is beautiful because we have a lot of like Pluto sun, Pluto moon, and then moon Saturn action today. So like the vibe of today and then even more so tomorrow because we have a we have a Venus square Saturn. But when we have all this like sun and moon connecting to Pluto vibe, it is really like it's 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 death and rebirth, right? So it's almost like, you know, maybe there were death in other areas. There was death to your old eyelashes, you know? Yes. And I had a um, couple of deaths. We have a lot of deaths in the things that we're going to talk about in so many ways. But it also- died. Whoa. Right, right. The Met Gala died and all the people that like were supposed to be- We didn't even get a Beyonce. A a Met Gala without Beyonce is a dead gala, right? And then like nobody got the theme and every, you know, it was boring. Also, everyone there was a baby. Everyone oh. there was too young. Like, oh my god! Yes, that's why it sucked. None of them had the sophistication or the like wherewithal to have fun with the theme or be cheeky with it. I just like to me, Jeremy was it Jeremy Harris with Aaliyah? Like he was to me by far the winner because it seems like the easiest thing to do is just like mock a like pair. It's a costume ball. Somebody wear a diaper and go as the Rugrats. Well, that was what CL from Blackpink kind of did. She was sort of in a diaper. Let's do a full Met Gala postmortem. Okay. Okay. Sound effect. Let me put Wait, it I just want you guys to know though that I have three lizards. I tried to I tried to get oh. them into a solo cup for one second. And then I was like, ah, and I was like panicking and I was like, I can't, I can't. So I actually closed both doors to to where that bathroom is. Luckily there's one upstairs. And I put um I put towels under the doors. So either they're just gonna die in there. Oh god. Or- I'll, I'll, you know, I wasn't going to call the cleaning lady, but I guess I'll have to call the cleaning lady and maybe she can come handle the lizard situation. You can't make a cleaning lady handle a lizard. When you're paying someone for a service, look, the amount of- That's not her service. She's not an exterminator. Well, you know, first of all, if they die, she can just fucking mop up the corpse. If they die, then yes, it's a cleaning lady problem. But if they're alive, it's an exterminator problem. Fuck. Okay, so, well, it's only three. I mean, they're not, like, infesting the house. I think it just must have left the door open a little too long. But, like, what I will say is this. I might just have to- I might just have to just let them die in there. And 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 the only okay, reason I don't Sarah, feel bad you, about this. Did you Google what their life, like how long they can survive without food? Because cockroaches can survive three weeks without food. And what? they can, yeah, all the, all cockroaches need is water. And I bet you oh. lizards are the same thing. And the reason why they're in your bathroom is because they need the water. Oh my God. Okay. Well, I'll look, I'll look that up postmortem and hopefully they'll already be postmortem. But because we're on a time crunch here and we got to stay focused and we, neither of us are, are lizard experts, although I, I'm sure we could fake it. Uh, I will look that up after and we're going to have to do a follow up ep- every single week for the rest of our lives. So and so why, <laughs> why do you not feel guilty? <laughs> well, because I got an email from the community this week that we're actually having a lizard problem. And so there are certain iguanas that are native to our little plot of land, but for whatever reason, there are, the word was so perfect, but it was basically like unnatural. Like, like, I I don't know, like some, some bullshit kid must've like, I don't know, like, is it a prank? Yeah. It's like like a, it's like park situation. Yeah. Like for whatever reason, there is a, I'll look it up when you're talking or something because it was a great way to put it. But it, there's basically like a non-organic, whatever the right way to say it is. Like there, there are lizards that are overrunning our little community right now that aren't actually native to our 
community. And so we got an email today basically saying that like there's going to be people working like all week and they're going to be using they have to use like air rifles. <gasps> and so they're like if you see people walking around with like air rifles or hear weird noises, it's like part of the way like because we don't want to kill the that we have to like get them out of here though. So I don't know what I, I will report back with how this process actually works, but apparently we're going to have a militant extermination or at least uh displacement okay, of all call- of the of the bright green lizards in the in the area. So I don't feel bad because they're taking them out anyway. These guys are these guys are are on my property. These guys are trespassers. Call those guys. Call the guys with the BB guns. Well, it's the kind of thing where it's like Look, I've lived here for 30 years, right? Like, I've seen it. There's uh, Last year, this time last year, I did a whole ritual where I burned a dead lizard I found. So it's like <gasps> one lizard isn't – lizard, they're these tiny little – like geckos. They're like three little geckos. They get in the houses sometimes. So three – if I called these exterminators for three little geckos that I probably won't be able to find, it's – you know what I mean? Like they sort of – when they die, that's the weird thing. When they die, it's like – like when I found the other one, it was like I was I, I found like a lipstick behind the bed and I was like, oh, and I like went to grab a lipstick and there was like a lipstick, two popcorn kernels and like Wah! like a lizard corpse. And no. I was like, I was like panicked. And then I Googled it and it turns out it's like super spiritual if I like do a burning ritual. So I took it to the bayou and I burned it. No, and I prayed. I prayed. No, it was, it was beautiful. It was wonderful. It became part of my witch work. But now I'm like, OK, I don't know if I need to burn three lizards. Well, you know? OK. Here's what I'll say to you. I think you actually have – you do have probable cause to call the BB gun guys because three sounds like the beginnings of an infestation. There could be like oh. a nest in the wall. Whoa. If it was – yeah. Right. If it was well, just one, then I would say don't do it. But I mean three? I do know that it is my fault because I came downstairs the other day and I had realized that I, I don't know. I, I thought I closed the screen door. I – I remembered it clicking, but either Spirit opened it up to make this house a home and, and really bring me some roommates or something, the wind blew for whatever reason, for like at least an hour, the door was just open. So I don't think that there's like a nest here, but I do think that like if they're hot for each other, they could fuck. So actually you're right. I should just tell them because right. Three is like they could fuck. Yeah, but they might not have gone through puberty yet. Did they have armpit hair? No, they were very young. They were, yeah, it was, it was like, you couldn't even tell it was a boy or a girl. Okay, Met Gala. Dead on arrival. Yeah, DOA. It was dead on the table. They tried to resuscitate it, even with Rihanna and ASAP. Boring, boring, boring. Uh, I do appreciate that ASAP Rocky was referencing American quilting tradition. That's very nice, but still... You know, I was so annoyed though because everyone was like, "Oh my god, what did this guy have fruity pebbles?" It's like, bros, it's a quilt. It's a qu-. I thought maybe he was actually doing like a homeless thing, and so I liked that it was like no quilts. Yeah, but um, but yeah, everyone's like cereal. It's like cereal. It's not cereal. Yeah, I would say the biggest star of the night was well, there were two stars: Nicki Minaj's cousin's balls. The balls were the stars of the ball. I will say that first. And foremost, I want to talk a little bit more about that. Do you have the quote? Uh, No, I read it on our Met Gala special. I want to also thank everybody who listened to our two bonus episodes this week. I think we're going to keep doing this because they did big numbers. We're putting up big numbers. Yeah, we just like we're really here to respond to all the all the breaking news of the moment because we're just we're news girls. Wait, pull it up if you can, though, only because if anybody didn't hear it, it's so fucking funny. And while you're saying that, I will say. Here's my problem with the Met Gala, because this was the first time I've really, like, watched, right? Turns out, 
I'm in. <laughs> Better than the Puppy Bowl, okay? Super Bowl, Schmooper Bowl, Puppy Bowl, Met Gala, right? I get it now. My priorities mm-hmm. have been straightened out. But when we're talking about like, <laughs> you know, I'm a linguist, I'm a linguist. Um, it's like when we're talking about like the stars of the Met Gala, it's not even, it's like not up to us to say because the amount of people that we didn't see is overwhelming. I didn't even know the TikTokers were there until two days later. I know. Yeah. It, the coverage um, was a little shoddy and I think if they want to keep it going the way it's going they need to have a little bit of a better like no shade to Kiki and Ilana they were great it's just that like clearly they the whoever was setting up the way that everyone comes in was messed up like they were doing a great job I feel like it should be and maybe this like takes away the cool you know but like why isn't it run it should be run like a fucking fashion show where you stand in the line or and you can arrive you know you can arrive every 15 minutes or something just like you're you know you're at the fucking van gogh exhibit or on a log flume or something right but it should be like they know when people are coming they know when they're going to get there because also every single person should have a chiron when they walk in saying who they're wearing or how we know them who they're wearing and you know how many how many galas has this been and like you know just like like something like yeah but that wouldn't be fashion part of fashion is knowing without being told you know that would be super bowl like that's why fashion is cool and sports are corny like you have to be there has to be a, a a sort of like inner knowledge kind of thing but so got it so right okay so it's kind of like exclusive then I guess it is super exclusive Also, I think what's really cool about the Met Gala is what you just said. Like, you didn't give a shit before, and now you're in. And And now, but now, because what I want to say is the guy who had the best outfit, what was his name? I sent it to you. Now I'm calling both of the guys Jeremy Harris. I don't even know who either of them are, but they both were. Aaliyah was my number one favorite. Number two favorite was that guy who was wearing the um, white sort of off the shoulder cape thing and then he had all the pictures in the background of his ancestors and he was basically like glamorizing the the field experience and it was beautiful like a very feminine outfit it, on an yeah, obviously like he gay wasn't dude really gla- not glamorizing but um taking back taking back yeah yeah, the, yeah taking yeah. back that's that's what i mean yeah yeah right he yeah. wasn't like it was fabulous in the field he was like <laughs> i i will take this and run with it people yeah, that was, that was i cool. got you that's what's cool it's like on on a normal Met Gala, you kind of you see them all come in and they all look interesting enough where you're like, oh, there must be a story there. But this one was so so many bland prom dresses that by the time anyone interesting did show up, you were just like not even thinking anymore. But it's just so like, give me a dog, give me a Patty mayonnaise. Yeah. So so Nicki Minaj's thing said that her cousin became impotent cousin's friend and it's not even her cousin so it's she's her cousin's I'm not friend to them. she said i'm not getting i'm not getting vaccinated for the met gala because from what i understand about the Wait, vax just don't don't yell so oh, I'm much what i understand about the vax she said in the meantime oh she said they want you to get vaccinated for the met if i get vaccinated it won't be for the met it'll be once i feel i've done enough research i'm working on that now mask at least she said wear the mask like she believe she believes in covid but so then she right. said her cousin's friend in trinidad became impotent 
His testicles became swollen. His friend was weeks away from getting married. Now the girl called off the wedding. So just pray on it and make sure you're comfortable with your decision, not bullied. So that's the, I mean, we can't, there's, we're, what do we have to say about this? It's hilarious. Like all the memes okay. were really funny. I actually. But it's just funny because clearly this guy just like caught syphilis and told his <laughs> girlfriend that he, that he got, that it was from the vaccine. Well, I just, for me, it's like, this is the answer to Texas's abortion problem, which is like, you know what? Kind of, first of all, I don't mind a swollen ball. I would much prefer swollen balls than like, I've seen a lot of like long droopers, sort of like no testes, just the hangy, just the hangy skin, like almost Ew. like they got like a, a weight loss surgery and it all came out of the balls, you know? <laughs> and that's very upsetting to me when I see that. You know, I, I, I don't mind a, a tight, puffy ball. You know, easy to maintain, cute, right? So that's cool. And if it's, if it's, you know, everyone's like, make the men have vasectomies, then nah, get them vaccinated and the balls will be no good other than to fucking play with in your mouth. Yeah, but that won't even work because it's not true. So now Uh. Anna Anna Wintour is stuck in a sticky position. She's stuck between a ball and a hard place. Really quick, what I want to say is like, it's, I feel like you're right. This guy did probably, it's like such a perfect excuse. It's like, even when like all the celebrities died and they happened to just get a, it's like DMX was a raging drug addict. Yes. He also got vaccinated. The vax didn't kill the raging drug addict. The raging drug addiction killed the raging drug addict. Do you know what I mean? It was people thought that that was why he died. Oh my God. Yes. And everybody that died, uh, cause spiritual, spiritual, Instagram and spiritual Twitter are actually very mixed in terms of I'm telling you I had more people that are anti-vax than I than I did like pro-Trump do you know what I mean it's like it's yeah. a, the strangest like it's a real divided uh feed that I have at the moment and everybody right when the vax came out anytime there was like a death or a sickness or like somebody lost consciousness and like got in a car accident it was like the vax the vax the vax and it's almost like even when you know when you have like an embarrassing you know, it's like you shave one eyebrow off. You're not going to be like, look, I shaved my eyebrow off. You're going to be like, hey, I'm going through this really weird, um, like, yeah, you you're going to be like, why didn't the, the razor package ache. say, why didn't the razor package say, do not shave one eyebrow off? Well, that's where, you know, the and company would say, well, that's not really true, but it's no, it's more like I have a stomach ache, which is like, no, you don't. You just get sick when you look at your face in the mirror right now. So you're not going to leave the house. I'm not following this extended metaphor. Like when you just lie about what's really going on. So he's not going to be like, look, I put my oh, yeah, dick he's- in a glory hole and now I have a weird virus that is incurable and I don't want to go to Planned Parenthood or the clinic because I don't want them to tell me that I got syphilis from a stranger at the gas station. So instead yeah, I'll say it's the vaccine. The dog ate my homework. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Much more succinct. You're, you're truly an efficient writer. The dog ate my dick. So Anna Wintour is <laughs> not – so Anna Wintour now is like – She's been the editor-in-chief of Vogue forever. She is the chair, honorary chairperson of the Met Gala. Um, she, you know, she's in charge of all of this, and it's it's tanking. It's tanking a little bit. Oh, also, yeah, like, she – this the, – the ball thing, if you're a fashion person, if you're, like – Balls that make it fashion. If you're a pantsuit nation person, you probably don't think the balls overshadowed it. But I got news for you. Nothing – about the Met Gala, I don't think made it to Fox News except this ball tweet. Wow. So like that is it it broke through. It broke through to Fox News. Entertainment to, news. Yeah. And it's like, you know, we're not saying that Fox News is doing good journalism, but it is a very accurate, 
yardstick for what people know about who are on sort of maybe the other side of the aisle from what we're on. And well, they're probably the- just like excited, <clears throat> just like proof that the vaccine explodes your balls and makes you impotent. The balls won the race. Well, but also, <laughs> didn't you say Meghan McCain is now anti-Nicki Minaj? I think that's so interesting. So Meghan McCain came out and had a strong, averse reaction to Nikki's testy story. And she was just like, yo, you're not helping. You are doing gross, uh, like, you know, what is it? Like media manipulation or something. Like there's a phrase for it. But it's like you're just – you're really like inappropriately using your platform and you're just spreading misinformation, right? Oh, that's really rich coming from Meghan McCain. Well, that's what's so interesting about it, though because if I had my money on it, I would be like Nikki is – probably putting a lot of look even like the the guy she's with he he's been like arrested like she's putting stuff in her body that you know isn't necessarily you know completely hygienic or you know uh, passed by the fda let's just say or you know kosher okay well i think now she is she's i'm sure she's all above board now no well not nikki nikki's like no i'm not getting my vax until my until they tell me it's syphilis or else i'm going to continue to tell the story that the vaccine just saying I'm sure her butt injections are FDA approved. Oh, sure, sure, but I don't know if her I don't know if her fucking husband's dick is clean. I mean, he was like a felon. Yeah. Well, he I mean, it's not that he's a felon, it's that he's a sex offender. That's the issue. And he there's a like, lot of worst case scenario actually. Yeah, like, you know, just cuz someone's a felon, they could Oh no, they, I love felons. Know. I mean, I've been talking I know, I I'm I'm doing criminal shit as much as possible. I mean, I, I know, love I crime. know. I love crime. I know, just, you know, um, clarify. Yeah, let's be case. clear. If you're a felon yeah. or you or you know felons listening to this, I'm in a felon house right now. No, I, I love felons. Right. It's sex offending felon that's problematic. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so so yeah, Nicki Minaj's cousin's friends. His dick balls. exploded. So what's going on with Anna Wintour? Why was this Met Gala such a flop? I mean, I mean, from a PR perspective, from a fashion perspective, I can say she's just been in the game too long. Like, she's overstayed her welcome. What do you say from an astro? I do not agree. I do not agree. Here's what I think. Explain. I think the astrology is almost quite possibly too perfect to believe, okay? So – Anna Wintour is a Scorpio sun, right? And we do know that Venus is moving through Scorpio. It's pretty much on her sun right now. So Venus, beauty, fashion, the divine goddess, is in Scorpio on her sun. When Venus is in Scorpio, number one, it represents for everybody. Like if you have it in your natal chart, it's a little bit different because it's natural to you. But but Venus in Scorpio is sort of like a death of the goddess. It's it's where it's Persephone in the underworld, you know, kind of leaving her old life behind, but then she reemerges and that's how we have seasons, right? So so this is a death cycle for Scorpios and and, and we're going to have it more so in the next few years because that south node in Scorpio, it's going to move into Scorpio at the end of the year, but it's almost like a precursor for like the things about the divine feminine, the things about the way that we're doing money and beauty and fashion and love and femininity, we're seeing the death cycle beginning, right? Like I just said, these lizards are going to die in my bathroom. That's fashion, right? Yeah. So number two, she has her moon. You ready for this? You're going to fucking love this. She has her moon conjunct her north node conjunct her Lilith in Aries. So if you look mm. over the career of Anna Wintour, actually, like if you look at old quotes of hers, I wasn't she the person that was like, I actually think getting fired was one of the best experiences of my life. Like she actually yeah. had 
quote unquote, massive failures in the fashion industry. But the reason that she kept achieving is because actually people were so impressed by her lack of concern about whether she was a failure or not, because she's like, no, fashion is about pushing the envelope. Fashion is my art. Fashion, you want to crash and burn. So I actually think, and it's interesting too, because in the sky, Chiron is sitting right on her moon, North Node Lilith. So by the way, P.S. real quick, what else does that sound like to you? Push an envelope, crash and burn, fail, fail, fail. It's what it's all about. The Real Housewives criminals? No, comedy. Oh, yeah. Well, fashion. Comedy is fashion. I'm telling you, they're so much more similar than people think. They actually are. And what was it the other day, too, that I was saying? I mean, what's crazy about comedy when you get down to it is like it sort of is like the greatest – life experience you could possibly have because right like it is such a purely creative outlet where like failure is required that it really like if you're a comedian like why can we just start doing this and do it and we don't really care if we get like big numbers right away or if it's like perfect or good it's because like we're used to bombing like we're used to being bad it's like you do have to get you and that's exact you're so right that's actually exactly fucking right and so that's where Anna Wintour didn't see this as a failure she loves failure because that's how she that's how she knows what jokes to do. That's how she finds her punchlines. Do you know what else is similar about comedy and fashion? They both age horribly. Like, oh my God, yes. Right? Like, wow. comedy, like, if you watch the most legendary comedy, like, if you watch, um, what the fuck, you know, the guy who cursed and went to court. The biggest one. Bill Cosby. No, he didn't no. curse. Um, <laughs> he didn't curse. That was the one. Not, not on camera. Curse. Not on camera. I'm sure the motherfucker cursed. You but- know, if Sam and Sean and I were in this conversation, they would make me feel like a really big idiot for not remember. Lenny Bruce. Oh, Lenny Bruce. Bruce. Right. Carlin if, Bruce. All of them. Right. If you listen to any of Lenny Bruce's comedy now, it is not funny at all. It's I mean, just you like. You listen to half the stuff that I was like sending into late night sets. I'm like, ooh, I was going to do that joke. Not it's just like, yeah, like it does age poorly. And right. Right. Like and social so norms. Fashion. Social norms age, right? Looks age. And what's really weird about both is in a way, like it also, they both sort of come, they both like die. It, it, yeah, again, it's the cycle that we're in. It's why you nursed that baby and we're going to make it your baby dog. And I'm going to dinner. I'm going to cook these lizards for dinner. It's going to, it's going to bring me into the realm of chefery, but it's like, yeah, like we're in a moment where we're really recognizing death, but we have to recognize that death leads to rebirth and what's interesting too about Wintour's chart and how it plays into the whole thing Scorpio Sun she's familiar with death and the power of letting things die publicly so that you can be reborn but she's also in Aries Moon Lilith North Node her job is to buck the system right like if you think about what Lilith is it's basically like my impulses first my ideas my pleasure in Aries which is like I'm just gonna do the thing I think that we should do you know, and I'm going to just, you know, fuck it. If it goes bad, you know, I'm Lilith. I say what I want and don't fucking ban me from the Garden of Eden again and make me become a demonic monster in the wood from now and forevermore. Right. It's like she's here to be like, fuck your norms, fuck your society, fuck what you expect of me. I'm wearing my sunglasses in the interview. Everyone's going to look stupid. We're putting denim on the cover. And the other thing about her is like, yeah, but she. I don't think she's been she hasn't been living that for a really long time. Like she put the den she put denim on the cover. She made a, such a splash with that. Like when she did her first cover, 
Uh, she put the Christian Lacroix cross sweatshirt on, on a girl with jeans on and they sent it to the printers and the printers sent it back and said, this, there's been a mistake. This can't possibly be the cover of Vogue. Like that's how like revolutionary she was at the time. Now to look at her, you know, especially no, the, the sunglasses, the severe haircut, but then she's always in florals and it's like, bitch, what are you doing? <laughs> in the florals and then like it's so funny and she hates black and she like one of her most notorious rules is like don't wear black to the vogue office and she loves putting like if you look at the covers of vogue it's all uber uber feminine for the last like 15 20 years Hmm. you know like with very rare exceptions and it's really strange because it seems like she's not pushing the envelope anymore in terms of fashion because British Vogue, French Vogue, CR Fashion Book. There's a million more avant-garde publications than Vogue. Vogue is fully basic at this point. The only way that she is pushing the envelope is by inviting TikTokers to the Met Gala. And it's just like, this yeah. is not the way to do it. Like, But she did have one stroke of genius in that way, which was when she put Kim and Kanye on the cover. That was an example of, okay, I'm going to pluck these people who are – considered low brow up to the highest echelons like that was genius but then when she started putting Kendall on like three covers a year and like Gigi and Bella who are still like a little you know I like them but like she started too much with the nepotism models and now the tiktokers that's the problem so what's going on with with her chart with that she's relying on people instead of design and talent and fashion so here's my here's my my gut okay not attached total, uh, allegedly, based on what I'm thinking. I think, number one, she was more affected by the Devil Wears Prada than we realize. I think it was probably the first time. It wasn't mm-hmm. just like people being bitchy at her. or Because with this chart, I mean, Scorpio and Mars, I mean, Scorpio and Aries are both ruled by Mars, right? They're both very, like, warlike energies. They're both very, like, yeah, fight to the death, right? So... So I think in the past when she was getting criticism or pushback, her initial reaction was just like, yeah, you're afraid of me or yeah, I'm coming for your job or yeah, watch my failure be the newest trend in two years or whatever, right? She had this sort of confidence when people came at her with a reflection. She was like, that's your stuff, right? I think when she saw the devil wears Prada number one, she was probably like, oh, oh my gosh, that's what you think of me? Because at the end of the day, her Mars and her Saturn are in Virgo. So she does care a lot about perfection. But when Virgos get that reflection that actually they're they're rigid and perfect to the point of like driving everybody crazy, it, it they don't like that. You know, Virgo is the harvest goddess. So I think number one, that reflection was probably like, oh, whoa, uh, right? I also think if I remember correctly, her daughter B had a wedding in the past few years and now she's pregnant. And I think she mm-hmm. actually had another baby before. I think she has been going through a more like home phase. Like I think that she's actually been kind of checked out. And when it comes to making money, putting celebrities on the cover of magazines is like she, she can sort of do that with her eyes closed or sunglasses on, if you will, you know. And I, but I think what this was was a wake up call for her. But we have to remember this is not a woman who is afraid to like. So even if it took a few years for her to quote unquote fail, she now is like 
she's like pumped because she's like, yes, okay, I needed something to okay. get me to care again. You know what I mean? It's like sometimes when we get like too drunk and we're like, okay, this is what it'll be like. Now I'm not going to drink in the morning. No, I'm just kidding. But like, do you know what I mean? Like sometimes you have to yeah. like, you have to like hurt yourself enough to be like, oh, the lesson or like stay with a guy too long or like oh, eat just one more piece of pizza and then be like, wow, I actually don't feel good. I'm not going to do that tomorrow. Do, do you know yeah. what I mean? Well, people have been saying that she needs to step aside for a long time now and she actually is now like the creative director of Condé Nast like she she's in charge of like all the magazines now and not just Vogue and all the magazines are continuing to like tank and tank and tank and now from what you're which all magazines are but from what you're saying it's like okay maybe that's her kink and like when Uh she I think it is her kink I think she likes to be fired up when she got that huge promotion and they put her in this position that like probably no woman has ever held before, uh, yeah, that's amazing. But she probably started to self-sabotage if what well, you're saying about like, her chart is true. Well, and it's also like it's actually – it's not just like a promotion. It's two different jobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Which is a little bit – yeah. Well, and if you think about like, okay, the Vogue magazine, what is it, right? It's to be en vogue, which is like to be chic, like of the moment, right? Like, oh, it's en vogue. It's in right now. I think there's a, there's sort of a point, there's a argument to be made that you age out of that. So it's not even about her or her talent or her clout or, or even her being distracted. It's just like inherently the older people are not the coolest people. Like, so when she was pushing the envelope like that, she was, she was young. She was hot. She was having affairs. She was getting divorces. She was, you know, she was really kind of like a scenester. Now it's like she, whereas maybe she could do floral and, you know, cataract sunglasses when she was young because it was kind of funky. Now it's like, it looks like she's a cataract grandma. Well, see, I, I don't think age matters with Vogue because I think Vogue is more the stalwart. It's the vanguard. It's like we are deciding what is the creme de la creme of society. But the challenge is how do you keep that fresh? And I think that is a job that an older person can do. And I think that when she did, like when she sort of, when she put Kim and Kanye on the cover. That was their coronation. That's the power mm. that she has, you know? Mm-hmm. But she sort of diluted that power by also extending it to every nepotism model and, like, just the most random people. It's just yeah, be- she was just trying to get her kids jobs. She was doing all the mom's favors. All of a sudden, you got a soccer mom, and she's doing the soccer mom politics in fashion. And she, thing, it's also because I think she went by the Instagram numbers. Like, she's like, right. okay, these are this is where the eyeballs are, so this is who we need. Here's what I could see her doing, right? Okay, so her Venus, her personal Venus is in Sagittarius. And we know that Sagittarius has been having this past, you know, 18 months or by the end of this year, it'll be 18 months of the South Node clearing out, removing, you know, washing out old belief systems. And wherever Sagittarius is or if you have planets in Sagittarius, it really is like sort of a past life reckoning and a a final, you know, go down the drain, right? So actually, it would make sense that as the South Node is moving through first, and actually first the South Node was in Capricorn, her Jupiter's in Capricorn, and now Pluto is exactly on the degree of her Jupiter in Capricorn going retrograde. So there is a death in her sort of area of abundance in terms of Capricorn, public image, you know, clout, you know, sort of prestige, right? And then the South Node, so Pluto is killing her Jupiter, which is her kind of like power and abundance at the moment. 
And the South Node has been wiping out Sagittarius. And that's where her Venus, her divine goddess, her sense of beauty and fashion and love are. So I do think that she is going to have, and then the South Node is going to move into Scorpio and it's going to wipe out her son. So I do think this could be, I don't think it will be like the end of her at Vogue, but I think it will be the end of her at Vogue as we know it. I mean, she may, out of all of this, find a way because of code, because of whatever, to actually reinvent the medium, you know, to, to find a way to use that power position to do fashion magazine or, or to just, you know, I think she's, I think the fashion business and the magazine business are changing. And that is kind of a problem, right? Like, it doesn't matter how dope the magazine is, people aren't buying magazines, you know? So yeah. I feel like this, we are seeing a death of Vogue and the Met Gala as we knew it because she really is a personification of this brand. And even she chose something else. Her taking that bigger job doing something else doesn't give her the actual ability to do the job that she was doing in fucking Devil Wears Prada. That's the only motherfucking thing she was doing in Devil Wears Prada. Yeah, I I just, I really like having these media elders. I know it's a flawed system, but like when Graydon Carter was running Vanity Fair, I just live for that. And like Tina Brown and just all these people who've been around for decades. I just think it's, it is really cool. And it's, you know, the, the longer you're around covering culture, the more, you know, what's the real deal and what's not. And I I do agree. Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't want her to quit Vogue. I don't want her to not work for Vogue, but I think that like the, it's not just the Met Gala that's dying. It's magazines that are dying. It's, you I know, know it's so sad. It's it's the economy that's dying. I mean, capitalism is dying. So like the whole thing is changing. And what's cool too, though, is like, okay, so Chiron, I was about to say Chiron is on top of her North Node moon Lilith going retrograde. So it's kind of like, okay, Chiron is going retrograde over her sense of purpose and mission on this planet to be that leader to be that vanguard to be that like pioneer her lilith which is like wake up are you coming and then her moon which is like really the deepest part of herself and her creativity and and i think that wounding that she's i think if she is feeling any wounding at all it's that she's having this wake up call where she's like whoa I am dying out here and I have not really been fully myself. And so it's almost like, cause we do know that she loves the crash and burn and phoenixing out of it. Very Scorpio. Right. So it's mm-hmm. almost like she, in the same way that you're fucking masochist, the Scorpios and the, the Scorpios and the uh, Capricorns are probably like the most BDSM signs, you know? And, and so it's like, almost like she needed this, identity crisis or this like this this wounded ego for a minute or this this pain in herself going wait a second have I been asleep at the wheel in order to wake her up and then Chiron's going to go wretch Chiron's going to go direct life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much like unexpected medical costs that's why United Healthcare provides health protector guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs learn more at uh1.com Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. 
and it's going to be like, ah, she's like, they, they put gas in the car. Drive yeah. on, sister. I think that's what we're seeing. We're just seeing the car going, boop, 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 boop. Got to get some gas. Britney Spears got engaged to Sam Asghari. We're going to keep it. Congrats, Britt. We're going to keep this short because we all need to hashtag leave Britney alone. She deleted her Instagram uh, and no one knows why Octavia Spencer commented on the engagement one, make him sign a prenup, which is really funny. Well, and then I think like everybody was. I mean, even before that, I thought that was Octavia's comment. I think I said that to you. Like it was sort of like the thing, right? That's why it's a good joke. We're talking about comedy, but then like comedy or is it a crash and burn because immediately so she put that post up Brittany deletes her instagram and then octavia basically reaches out to her privately and then also publicly and says i just want to say i'm sorry she said y'all a few days ago sam and Brittany announced their engagement and me being me i made a joke my intention was to make them laugh not cause pain i've reached out to the lovely couple privately to apologize and i want to restore just a smidge of happiness they were robbed of she didn't rob them of happiness well so i do think that's a little bit uh, uh, you know, oh, so I'm screaming. Also, can you hear it just started the storming behind me? I can close I the know, door. I know. I heard that a little bit. Yeah. But, um, so I, uh, so the first thought I had is like, Octavia, don't give yourself so much credit. You're not why Britney's off IG. Okay. Um, but I did like the thought because I thought, well, that's sort of charming, you know, that Octavia actually has it in her to, to be worried that she actually because because I do think she sort of started the trend of then everybody attacking them yeah. with get a prenup, get a prenup. I thought his Sam, response was fucking perfect. Yeah, he responded, You're very kind to clarify, but I have no hard feelings whatsoever. Jokes and misconceptions come with the territory, which like, oh, A plus 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 plus. I mean, I just wish that more celebrities would be responding that way to jokes and to just stupid Instagram comments. It's like who cares? You're engaged to Britney Spears. You're happy. Everything is great. I, I thought that was the best response. And it was a really great, it was a great throwback to the days when, you know, we all just kind of were like, okay, with joking around. Right. And also, I thought it really got Octavia. It was such a nice response for her, too, because it was him saying, we didn't even think, he, he was saying, like, you're off the hook, Oct. But I liked it for her only because whether she was making it about her or not, it's nice to see somebody very quickly apologize when they're afraid that they might have hurt someone's feelings. Like, I feel like after watching all these seasons of Housewives and after watching all of these just, like, public meltdowns happen in the past few years to see someone make a mistake and then just go, Hey, if I hurt your feelings, I'm sorry. That wasn't cool of me is such a cool way to be. And what's interesting is in this moment, I guess it is the North node is, uh, directly like to the degree exactly on Octavia's Gemini, uh, son. And so what she is really doing is showing us the true nature of Gemini and and the son of Gemini, which is actually not about ego. It's about really caring about the impression that you make on people, not from a from, not from a selfish point, but like if if I hurt you, I'm sorry. It's about really mirroring and understanding partnership and being a twin and being in dual relationships. So mm. also something can simultaneously be funny, but then you could go, well, wait a second, was it hurtful? Right. And actually both could be true and it's and they're both okay. But for her to acknowledge both of those things and the duality of the of just who who people are and what humor is about and the possibility that it might have been hurtful but also that she was being funny that is the north node asking us all to look in the direction of Gemini sun 4 degree Octavia Spencer who 
who really is showing us a, a really classy way to be. I think Gemini's, you know, contending the bad rap. They're the tricksters, the jokesters. They're annoying. They talk too much. It's maybe my own shit. But no, she's just showing, hey, what Gemini is about is just caring about your about your neighbors and about your sisters and your brothers and That's all the nice. people all over the land. I never thought of Gemini that way. I never thought of the twin as being, oh, let me see if I'm hurting you and how I'm making you feel. That's really cool. I yeah. also um, – Yeah, I just loved – like I said, I loved his response. I also couldn't stop thinking about this really annoying TikTok that I saw the other day. Tell me what you think about this. It it was just an old interview clip from The View from years ago. And it was Jillian Anderson on The View and talking to Joy Behar. And it's like the 90s. So it's a time when this kind of joke is par for the course. Joy Behar is like – I always said my mother should have married a gay man because he liked opera and she liked the clothes. And the whole crowd is like laughing. It's like, oh, whatever. And then Jillian Anderson is like, actually, uh, if a gay man was married to your mother, it wouldn't be emotionally fulfilling for him. So I don't really think that's appropriate to joke about. Oh, no, Jill. It's like humorless, humorless, right? Like it's the thank view. you, Jillian. We get. Well, I got to tell you, also, Jillian. But, my parents are both straight, and it's also not emotionally satisfying for them either. So relax. Yeah, it's just like, and then all the comments were like, "Wow, good for her." Who is that other lady? She sucks. We stand, Jillian. Like she's the best. And I was and like, let me just oh my say, God. it's also still sort of like, um you know, patriarchal in a sense, because at the end of the day, it's like, yo, uh, Jillian, do you think if her mom was married to a gay guy, she would be emotionally and sexually satisfied either? Right. Also, you can have an emotionally fulfilling non-sexual marriage. I think that's how humanity has existed. Colin for- Porter. They could both have girlfriends and boyfriends, but then come back to home base and go yeah, to the like- opera and enjoy the clothing. You can have a lavender marriage. You can have right. like, you know, it was just very annoying and oh, very too like, serious, Jill. Too serious. Yeah. I just am so Scully. nervous. What, what, an alien in your brain? Jesus. I'm nervous about all the, the people growing up now. That sounds so old of me, but just like. Oh, you care though. You fucking care about the people, man. I do. But like to watch that clip and be like, yeah, that was perfect. The way that she shut her stupid hack 90s gay joke down was necessary and good for the world. Yeah, but at the same time, there are also people being like, see, don't get the vax. Nikki's friends, brothers, cousins, balls exploded, and now he's impotent. And so it's like, there's also, there. that's sort of what we're moving towards in the culture in a way, which is like, before we heal the way that we do global communications, it is going to become more segmented and more primal and more small groups. And so the people that are super uh sensitive in particular ways they can go live in their island and the people that you know it's like like that's why yeah. even like some of the american like like you know guns in montana are different than guns in manhattan so like i do think we're seeing this movement towards not like separate and and isolated but actually just finding you know north node and gemini is a, is helping us to find the people that we align with in community and who we want but to actually surround ourselves with that's why we have no interesting a-listers anymore we have no Whoa. new interesting a-listers well, that's and i did they're... think it was i did think it was interesting that kim showed up with fake kanye i loved that yeah well kim was like the most a-list person that was there like and i the will most be interesting I'll be really surprised if she shows up again because it, it's embarrassing to be the person who stays too long at the party. And like J-Lo right. showed up at the VM. J-Lo was like the oldest, most 
A-list person at the VMAs. Right, that'll be your like, last VMA. Well, it should have been her last VMA like five years ago. But then at the also same time, like, J-Lo listen, is a little listen, corny. Listen, listen, like we're not minting new A-listers. That's the problem. Right, right. Well, and I do think there's a confusion thing happening because in a way, I think this Ben and Jen like revival is making her feel 23 again. Yeah. Like, it's not to say that she's too old. I shouldn't have said she's the oldest person there because it's not about that. It's about the fact that, like, she's at this level and every other single person there is, like, five levels beneath her. There's no more middle ground. It's like you're either, like, look at Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox. Like, if we were in the monoculture of, like, the 80s and 90s, they would have fallen off by now. But it's just that, like, they've managed to cling on for dear life and, like, they're still important just because there's – it's a vacuum. Like, and it's because of that segmenting. Like, why Mm -hmm. is John Cena getting, like, you know, six-figure movie deals? Because he's not. But like, is he even right. that hot? He's, he's that talented. He's not that hot, right? It's like, give me, give me a new, give me some new blood, people, right? And like Ryan Reynolds, like these are just like the corniest people you can think of because yeah. the only, the only way to be like super famous, you can't be controversial at all now. Yeah, yeah. Because you have to be able to appeal to Manhattan, Montana, Texas. Right. But the thing is, most people aren't even paying attention at all. So it's like the amount of people that you could appeal to just shrinks and shrinks and shrinks. And well, then- it is it is weird too to think that like JLo like stepped out on the carpet and like there are people that are young enough to be like, what's her song again? Because like in the past few years, she hasn't right. had any like banger. Like she had some bangers when we were growing up. But like since, you know, Let's Get Loud and Jenny from the Block era, she really hasn't had, a, you know, like they don't even know that she was Selena. Right. And like who out of the new pop girls is going to stand the test of time? Camila Cabello. No, you think I love you're her? Joking! I love her, and Ariana. Ariana will, but she's not even new anymore, right? Like Ariana right. is. When I'm saying like J Lo's this level, everyone at the VMAs is this bottom level. Yeah, Ariana's yeah. in the middle, and she didn't show up. Right. You know what well, I mean? And then I and then I, I jump right to like Olivia Rodrigo, but it's like she's had such a weird go of it because she's getting sued by everyone that she accidentally copied. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when you but listen to the song, of course, I think no, but it's it's excessive. Like the whole album. If you look at the list of people that she had to add to the credits of her album legally, it's but over the top. Do you know why that happened? It's because of that blurred lines lawsuit from a couple of years ago. Oh, because that established a precedent that if it's similar vibe, you can like sue. I will say though that like the Paramore song is exactly she she actually ripped the Paramore song. Yeah, yeah. But that but also was an accident. You know, she might have heard it in a commercial when she was a kid. She wasn't really old enough for Paramore to be Do you know what I mean? It's like she but I do yeah. think she's she's getting that kind of like early heat that like I think she has a shot. Yeah, she does. Yeah, I I agree with that. And what's interesting too about JLo's side note, do you know that this was her first Met Gala? Oh, that's so embarrassing. Isn't that interesting? It's just like, whoa. No, that wasn't because there's pictures of her and Kim together at like oh, really? two or three years ago. Uh, yeah. Okay, scratch it. Scratch it from the record. I'm going to double check afterwards, but I think I, I no, thought I read it that. Wasn't. It wasn't. Okay. I'm, I'm, oh, no, because also where, where did she wear? Oh, no, that was the VMAs. I'm thinking where did she wear that naked dress? Oh, yeah. She like just Now everyone's naked, but she really did start naked and having a fat ass. Yeah, she did. She did. And I love her for that, you know? But yeah, I just, I feel like 
it will be interesting. To, I mean, look, we're talking about a death cycle. Not everybody in hospice is still cool to hang out with. You know, it's like sometimes you just have to honor it for what it is and let it be what it is. And otherwise, like the fact that Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly are like the most interesting things for us to talk about all the time. I even said, I asked a few people today, I was like, okay, we're going to record today. Any stories that you want to, like anything that you're particularly interested in? And like three people were like, why is Megan Fox with that clown? And it's like, yeah, that's, you know, everybody's yeah. there. And it's like, wow, what a, that's like the least interesting of anything. Do you know what was so funny about the VMAs and the way that they were acting and everything? She She went out of her way to be like, Daddy told me this. Daddy told me that. Right. Give it up he's for a good, he's a talented boy. Her, give it up for our future baby daddies and yeah. like wearing that naked dress. She was trying so hard to get yeah. a pregnancy speculation storyline going, and Whoa. and no one took the bait. Everyone was just like, eh, and meanwhile, we, we have poor Haley Bieber. We are calling Haley Bieber pregnant every week. He puts his hand on her stomach. It's like, is this a sign? Somebody says he sings "Oh Baby" at the Met Gala. Is it a sign? And she just keeps having to put out statement after statement every single week. I'm not pregnant. I'm actually not trying to have a baby anytime soon. I'm not pregnant. I'm not pregnant. I'm not. It's like, oh my god, right? It's like that's so what it is, though, right? It's like like sort of like the playing hard to get versus the chasing it's like megan yeah. fox is why you don't try to manufacture and chase or create a headline and Haley bieber is why maybe you do in the name of get off my porch yeah i i love megan fox by the way no shade it's I just too. Yeah, I, I like yeah. i like megan daddy and little boy talk no, was, was very very strange. i was very turned for i just think it's really weird if you're gonna say one sentence you know, daddy's going to win a VMA. And it's like, daddy said, you have to be naked tonight. And then they're like, yeah, you guys had a good night, right? And she's like, he's the most talented baby boy. It's like, look, he's, either he's baby boy or he's daddy. I thought it was kind of funny, but like weird. But also, who was it? Was it you that said, or was this a meme somewhere? It was like when you order Angelina Jolie and Billy Bob Thornton off Wish. Lol, that is such a meme sentence. That didn't come out of any human's actual mouth. So definitely okay, a yeah. meme. But I think that is fucking perfect. Right? They, yeah, it that's was great. Really, it's just like, okay, you guys, again, a little too old for the VMAs. Like, mm. come on. What are we doing? Not to mention that dress that everyone's scandalized by. She was ripping off Kim. That's like maybe my favorite look ever of Kim's where she did that like beaded hair, like wet hair look. And she oh, came that out in that amazing. like amazing. So this was just like a poor man's Kim's outfit. I liked it though. She looked incredible. She looked great. But I was just like, oh, this is derivative. Oh, what I will say is one question that I had is, you know, we were all aware that Kylie was just too tired to go to the Met, which I give her credit for. You're pregnant. Take care of that shit, right? But what's interesting is that I've noticed I guess people call them Kravis. Yeah, and also, like, I find it crazy that Anna Winter drew the line at Machine Gun Kelly, Travis Barker, and Kourtney Kardashian, but she invited Addison Ray. No, I – we need to do a whole Addison Ray special because I'm feeling for my friend Addison Ray right now. No. I am. I truly am. Look – was he's all that good i had to turn it off faster than i turned off the megan and harry lifetime movie they're both not good happy birthday harry by the way we love we love to watch you flounder and flail um but (laughs) but uh and how insulting were the castings on that lifetime harry and megan movie oh my god that wants to carlos is down to do 
a special bonus episode where we all watch that and talk about it. Oh, I, I like mystery. We even do it mystery science theater style. Like, no, I would fucking love to. I'm absolutely in. Please check me off for that. But yeah, it would be more fun if I was watching it socially. When I actually sat down to watch it, like my Friday night, I was like, oh, I can't. I can't waste my night. Yeah, there's a reason for the season I'm in. But otherwise, bring me to the beach. But um, yeah, I don't even, what was I even talking about? I have no idea anymore. We have nine minutes to do Jen Shaw. Okay, Jen Shaw. Now, I do think that we should do like some real deal bonus apps on the housewives in general. But yes. Jen Shaw is in a pickle. I mean, to me, the real question is because look, no matter what her chart says, I want to be crystal fucking clear. This bitch seems like a criminal. <laughs> I know. So this week was the the season premiere of season two of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. And they did this very convenient uh, and infuriating but gripping Real Housewives trick yes. where they show you the craziest part of the season. I do this in screenwriting all the time. Yeah, they yeah. show you the craziest part of the season and then they go four months earlier. So uh, they're Which, getting And it was on- actually like, otherwise like a pretty boring episode. Yeah. So I was so pumped to watch it. And then yeah. – and then all of a sudden, it's just Lisa Barlow being like, so we're going to my friend Jenny's house. What oh is that? Yeah, what is that really, voice? You know, I think it's like low-key, she could be like a, you know, she's a tequila company. She could be also chain smoking for years. She's from New York. She's, she's Mormon. She doesn't drink or smoke. No, she does drink. That's the whole thing. She's like, I'm I'm Mormon. I swear to God. No, she talks oh, okay. about it where she's like, I'm Mormon in the ways that I choose to be. That's why she's Jewish at the end of the day. She just, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. she's a Jew from New York. That's what she is. She converted to Mormon because she just like liked, I don't know, she wanted to marry a blonde or something. And but isn't her husband like actually Jewish? No, Barlow, no. No, she's Jewish. He's Mormon. They met at BYU. I think she went there. Maybe she wanted to be ethnic. Growing up it's in New really York City funny. as a Jew, everybody's like you, you know? It's so funny. Like, that reminds me of the time I joined J-Date. Exactly. But then you're <laughs> like, ooh, I'm exotic. I'm a shiksa. Date me. Be with me. Right. I'm different. Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. why would you go to BYU? That's so funny. So Because yeah. I think that she – because we see it in the relationship with Heather where Heather's like, I knew you. And she's like, well, I didn't know you because she was like so cool. Yeah, that was really weird. And Heather was so butthurt about that. Um, Whitney's voice also – they all have such crazy voices. Like Whitney being like – when when Jen is like, oh, can you take off my mic pack when she gets the phone call that the that the feds are rolling into town? And Whitney's like, can I what? I know, I know. Right. 100. Right. And then she couldn't have drawn like more attention to it. Yeah. It, it did stick out like a sore fucking thumb. Yeah. What? Yeah. Just then, like baby voice. Oh. And then I really liked how – so. There was like a lot of chatter online after the first season about how none of these women owned the houses they were shooting in and sort of this debate of like, is it shady to just rent this luxury house for three months? Well, but wait, it- though, was that just – I thought that was just Jen. No, Meredith also because Jen oh. admits it in this one. She's like, all good things come right. to an end and our lease did as well. And I was like, oh, she admitted right. it. But then – because also, side note, like seeing the Shaw Chalet and seeing – that he's a high school or college basketball coach. It was just like, no, 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 no. Well, except like someone is steal- the- someone's stealing from well, old ladies. Well, right. So that's the thing. Then it was even easier to be like, oh, she's doing something fucked up because she really yeah. does have, you know, her whole attitude is like, like, 
I'm a coach's wife, but I'm the CEO of my life. You know what I mean? Like she really wants everybody to, I was just trying to rhyme, but it's like, she, she really wants everyone to know that like she has multiple marketing businesses and like, she's a businesswoman, right? Like she handles that for the family. And it's like, yeah, but how? And now we will find out. Now here's the question I have. Was it, was it coach Shaw that called her? No one knows. And mm. I, I would assume that it was actually probably his Stuart. her her kids or oh. her yeah her assistant. How about the scene when she's with her whole family? Well, I also I really liked the Bravo shade of having them f- like five minutes later show her bragging about all her bags and shoes that she's moved into the Shaw Chalet right, 2.0. Right. It's like, oh, come on. You guys had to do that too. Well, or that's, you- like, well, that's why it was so boring though because it was like – it was like literally 15 minutes of – of Lisa walking through us going, I love this, Jen. I yeah. love, oh, Jen, I love this. Yeah, no shit. It's a million dollar, multi-million dollar <laughs> estate in the, in the mountains, in the snow top, the snow covered mountains. Like, of course you fucking love it, bro. Like, what's not to love? Yeah. Don't but- be so surprised. Oh, Jen, oh, Jen, this room. Yeah. What, what, it, not only does it look like every single other person's house and every other, like at least in the Housewives of Beverly Hills, they really do have different, like the houses have different looks, you know, like yeah. they have, and like it does feel like they really live there, whereas like these all look like just like ski rentals in yes. uh, the snow covered mountains. You can tell that they're all Water rented. Yeah. It's so funny. But the the scene when her whole family's having dinner, oh my god, her and Coach Shaw like they hate each other right now. I will be shocked. I feel so bad because I do think that that relationship is so important to her. And oh yeah, but I really liked how she goes. I've had like Coach Sean, I have had some marital problems this year. And she at first she's like, he realized that he couldn't help me. He just couldn't help me. And then like a couple minutes later, you can tell the producers have been prodding her. And finally she's like, you know, I was just like screaming at everybody and lashing out at everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Right. It's like he couldn't help you because you were acting like a maniac, an abusive (laughs) maniac. Nobody can help you. You might need to be put in uh what's it called? Like straight like uh, a straight jacket. Straight jacket. Yeah. Like somebody get get the gurney. Jen is not okay. Yeah. I will say though, also now knowing that that house isn't being funded by a football coach's salary, I feel better about my student loans. Oh. Because I'm how like healing. If my student loans were going to, I mean, I went to Rutgers, so my student loans were going to the football coach, not only living in a mega mansion, but it was on protected land that, how crazy is that? That the school wasn't supposed to develop on, but they were like, all right, we're just going to put a McMansion right in the middle of this protected area for the football coach. It's like, we're not going to protect like Native American reservations. We're not even going to protect people that like are going through hard times we're gonna kick people out of their homes during covid but the football coach's mcmansion nobody touches that it's like that is so much backwards about our culture i know it's so messed up but at least you know maybe he is making a more modest salary that i will feel more comfortable about because you know well so here's the crazy thing about Jen, okay, in her astrology. So she is a Libra. Now, in general, when we think about Libras, we think like pretty justice, making nice, like, you know, kind of wanting. Not me. Not me. No? What do you think? Equivocating, both sidesism, mm-hmm. able to justify anything to themselves. Okay. Well, now you're and talking. Pretty. At- and pretty. And pretty and, and can do aesthetics and can, you know, sweet talking and can kind of, right. So Jen has her 
sun conjunct her Pluto in Libra. So she's actually sort of like a wrecking ball for relationship in a very pretty costume, you know, like aesthetically pleasing, pleasing, aesthetically <laughs> pleasing, but like coming to like actually, you know, her sense of what me- what it means to be balanced is a little bit different than like, she's not out there like trying to balance you know, justice for the community or like balance the, balance the, the, you know, the scales. She's like, things are unjust because I'm not a billionaire. I will get balance. Right. And then she has her moon and her North node in Capricorn. So we know that like between 2018 and 2020, there was a massive death of Capricorn. And now Pluto is sitting in Capricorn, killing Capricorn. So like everybody who has Capricorn in their chart. But for the younger people, like we're sort of like new Capricorn leadership because we're not older. We're not old enough. to We're not old enough to have had the old Capricorn ways of doing things work for us. Right. Like we haven't really had these you know, systems of government that have been in place really like work for us, right? We're not like totally corrupt, right? It but just gives us a small sense of security and then exactly. got pulled out from under us myself. Right. And it's like, we, you know, Capricorn spends a lot of time like learning the rules, right? And then it's like now the rules are all changing. So like we're young enough to like adapt and sort of know what was, but know what could be. Whereas like the older Capricorns are really hurting right now because not only it's like on some level, yeah, it's like Jen Shah is like, wait, you're telling me that I can't defraud old people in America? No, this is America. She, like, and and be, because – yeah, sorry, not to interrupt you, but that's exactly what – because that 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 son, Pluto in Libra, she's like really just – she's going, isn't that what everyone does? But the old people are going to die soon. <laughs> it's so fucked up. And I believe right? it. Didn't yeah. you love when she said, girl, you know I'll go to jail for you. I didn't go to jail yet. That mm. reminded me of when mm. Erica in – in oh Beverly Hills, when she goes, one thing I'll never do is confess. That actually came out of her mouth when she Dude, was talking about her fucking legal thing. 1,000%. And then if you rewatch in all the episodes where she's talking about her divorce, it's almost like she's doing that thing where she's like, there's not a Christmas there, – there, there's not a Christmas present in the closet. You know what Erica? I mean? Like Erica. Like when yeah. she's talking about the divorce – they they kept being like, wow, like this is so bad. And she's like, well, it's about to get a whole lot worse. And it's like, okay. And then it's like, oh, a lot's going to be coming at me that you guys don't even know about. And it's like, okay. And like, they also, didn't know. Last week you said that you don't know when things are happening before they happen. Like, which is it? Well, and last week you said that you love Tom because he lets you be yourself. I mean, she <laughs> is all – we do have to do like a, a house a, – a, a Beverly Hills deep dive and an Erica Jane deep dive because I have been studying. I have We have much to discuss, but I'm, I am fascinated by her. I mean, she I is know. a really interesting character, but what I will say about also, Jen – Also, real quick about Erica, I, I always think about the body language guy that we both watch on YouTube yeah. because her body language is like lies, lies, lies. Holy. The way that she's – She's closing her eyes the whole time. Like in that clip that kept going viral where she's like, and then his car rolled over three times. Oh and then my I God. Blah, 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 blah. She's closing her eyes because she doesn't want to like face the fact that she's lying. Like she's just right. Well, she doesn't want some body language got to be like every time someone looks to the left, they're lying. Like she's like just trying to not have an eye move so that nobody can catch her in what she's obviously doing. That whole story is hilarious. I mean, when she just kept adding to it like a little bit, it was almost like she was also closing her eyes 
to like remember what like was it four times was it five times like yeah and then and then when they're like she's like he was uh in the snow and she's like in pasadena she's like uh north more north than that it's like um <laughs> okay where did your son live your son lives in oregon where did your son live it's also like even if you are telling the truth now it's so clear that you were lying for the whole time that these ladies have known you, you know? And the right. best part is the difference in the way the Salt Lake City girls are treating Jen versus Erica. They're all like, I don't want to be associated with that. They're all just like flat out being well, like, but because her. To me, there's a big difference though because Jen – I, I think Coach Shaw is more the Erica here, where, like, he probably was there. He was probably like, my wife, she's kooky. I don't know what she does, but we have this nice chalet. I think Erica wasn't necessarily like, yeah, get the orphan's money, Tom. But I think she was like, what? Like, yeah. like actively choosing a blind eye so as to eventually not be implicated necessarily. But it was just like, yeah, give me the fucking money. Like, where did the money go? Uh, Into the Erica Jane penthouse and all of the music videos that made – uh, negative profit over the course of the past whatever six years or whatever you know what I mean it's like yeah. well, we know where the money went like what do you mean where did the money go you know like so it's like she didn't want to know what he was doing and 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 they obviously are like talking about what the story is gonna be I mean give me a fucking break but okay okay and actually when we get into that deep dive have you seen recent pictures of him yeah, I think they're making him look wor- – I mean, but also knowing that your entire life is coming crashing down would make you start to look like shit pretty quickly. I mean, it looks like he aged a million years. I don't think it's because he has Alzheimer's, but I yeah. do think we are watching him uh, – Deteriorate. De- yeah, I-, I think he's like, well, I'm just going to – even if I don't have Alzheimer's, I'm just – I'm going to like let my – I'm going to let it die. Right. Also, he's just like – if he went to those great lengths to have that lifestyle, the fact that it's going to be taken away from him, I feel like he's going to not live. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I also love the new girl, Jenny. Oh, I know. I love her. She's so good. And she's Catholic. Finally, we got a Catholic on this show. Oh, that's the religion. Yeah, we were missing missing a Catholic big time. And I will say – I was so thrilled in the previews to see that she is in that cute little accent of hers screaming at everybody. Oh, yeah. She's going nuts. I love it. Like, we got to do a deep dive because, like, I want to look at her chart. We got to look at everybody's chart. And what I really want to know, and we can do this on the next bonus app whenever you get back from Spain or fuck it. You can bring your mic. Let's fucking do it for me. I am bringing my mic. (laughs) Okay, fucking, we're talking then because you're going to go to Spain. A lot of funny shit's going to happen. And the celebrities, they don't sleep for no one. Okay. But what I will say is this. We have got to do an investigative report. I want to know before – I want to make a prediction before the season. Because that was like – okay, so the first episode was like low-key kind of boring. But they did do a good job, whether they manufactured it or not, or not, of, of creating a narrative that I would – they sort of tried to make it like a mystery. Like they basically tried to plant the seeds of like did Meredith Ooh, tip the off feds. the feds? Because Jen has been – basically you know uh sexually assaulting like bullying sexually bullying her son on twitter so a a mother that pissed might be like fuck you you fucking fraud you want to bully my son you are stealing all people's money i'll tip i I I sort of think meredith could have tipped them off okay i don't it's not that i don't think she did it's just that i think it might be as simple as someone from the fbi just found out the shooting schedule 
Well, and then, right, it could, right. See, they're, the way that they're hyping it up, it sort of seems like the kind of thing where it's like, right, someone from the FBI was, was trying to contact whoever and they reached Meredith. Also, like, and- Jen has so many enemies. Like, it could even be like, Aunt, Auntie Nani. She could have been like, this bitch went on TV and turned my hospital legs into a fucking storyline. I'm telling the feds. Oh my God, that's so funny. And even like the way Jen was being mad her, like, be careful, be careful. Don't touch Nani's legs. They don't move. It's like, let's just not focus on it. Let's not bring attention to the fact that she is has fake legs and is just now sitting there like a Wally person and can't move them. Let's not do that. <laughs> Wally person. Let's not do that. No. Go to the wheelchair and shut the fuck up. <laughs> so also, I wanted to make sure we talked about this. The 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 Brooks Marks thing, the person who called him a privileged twink, that was friend of the pod at the real bad fashions. Wait, shut the fuck. <laughs> I know. Whoa. Okay, so I do feel that it is now it's on it's ordained. He's a part of this story in a way that we've never even we've never been so close to a story before. Right. He's got to be there on the deep dive with us. Bravo posted Real Bad Fashion's entire caption but didn't put his name and I feel like that's so unfair oh. because No, that's fucked up. Now he's not going to get any traffic from it. And the other <gasps> thing is like Bravo benefits so much from all of these little cottage this cottage industry of fan accounts of which oh. Real Bad Fashions is one and wow. I feel like that's not fair. But everyone well, they're, basically, they're actually basically just like letting Jen like Jen's bullying is like getting the credit for the tweet when in fact it was not Jen. She was just piggybacking off of our friend the Real Bad Fashions genius insult i also feel like okay jen going on instagram talking about him is pointless and like engaging in content about brooks is just like a stupid look it's just trashy and dumb well it's also at the same trashy to to be it doesn't even matter if it's your friend's kid he's like 17 no he's in college he's like 21 Okay, even still. And he gets he's paid 21. To be, Sarah, he gets paid to be on the show. He has a confessional. That means he gets paid. He oh. is a willing participant, adult participant of this show. Like, so I don't know. I feel like, yeah, she's being an idiot. All right. All I'm saying is she is – Jen is insane. But if you have your college-age child on a reality show, like – there's going to be insane people calling them a twink nine times out of ten. Well, I don't think that I don't think that Meredith was actually mad at the real bad fashions. I think that she was mad that Jen spent what seems like an enormous amount of time, like basically faving and liking every like homophobic or seemingly homophobic tweet that was out there and anything that was hating on Brooks. And she's doing it in the name of her of like protecting the sanctity and ego of her vagina. Yeah, because Brooks was really, like, shaming her. He was like, ew, I did not want to see that, and that was not okay. Brooks was manufacturing drama from something right. that was not dramatic. Mm-hmm. And so Jen said, okay, two can play that game. Now I'm going to come for you. Interesting take, Molly. <laughs> right, it's actually at this point, he's, she's not, he's not Meredith's son. He's another cast member, and he's exactly. getting what he's dishing out. Whoa. Like, it's a, a big thing on Real Housewives. They're always like, don't bring my kids into it. And it's like, okay, but if your kid is an adult who has a confession professional on this show Uh meaning that they get paid like your kid is already in it and 
I just yeah, you I brought just, your kid into it. That whole thing of him being like, I saw her vagina just always seemed so misogynistic to me. I'm sorry. I just mm. always that really just rubbed me the wrong way. I, I thought it was really fucked up and it like and everyone, I guess I was thinking of him as more of a teenager, but I guess he's not. No, he left college to be on the show. Right. And he did it in the in the in the sort of cloak of I'm being here for my mother. But no, this was his yeah, opportunity no. to launch his fashion brand that only has one design and to have a confessional and a salary. Right. It's like I'm sorry. Yeah. You can't be like you can't use the kid card on that. Like he's an adult and he's also in this game. I guess the only other thing I would want to say to Meredith is a little bit like Kind of like when she's like, he doesn't even know about his sexuality. It's like, uh, Meredith, he does. I know. Well, we don't know. We don't know. It's not, you know, we're not I don't think to- he's ashamed of being gay is all I'm saying. He doesn't give the impression that he's trying to seem straight for us. Like, it, and, and not that, again, and I know a lot of really straight gay guys and a lot of really gay straight guys, so to speak, right? So it's like, who knows? But he doesn't seem to be particularly into women or a- a- upset about appearing to be super gay. Yeah, I will give you the second one. Yeah, like who knows? Who knows? Yeah, Let no, him go on his journey. Everything. Yeah, you know who doesn't like? Yeah, but I just felt like she, you know, she already has the upper hand over Jen Shaw. Like Jen Shaw's mm-hmm. a psychopath. Nobody's on Jen Shaw's side. So, well, like, except for her best friend Lisa Barlow. Yeah, which is weird. But the thing is, like, to for 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 Meredith to also throw in, oh, she's homophobic, is just like. Okay, mm. that wasn't she wasn't being homophobic by right. liking well, an Instagram post. It's all just so fucking like circular though because it's also like and Mary's not racist against black people. Right. It's and that was what so anybody that doesn't watch Jen spent half of last season calling Mary racist. And Mary's like, "I'm not racist. I didn't want to go to that like shitty 7-Eleven. It wasn't because there were black people there. I'm black." Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, Jen is too chaotic. She needs to go. She's like, she, I mean, she's gonna go. What drugs do you think she's on? Nothing. I think she's just. No, I want to do it. They've all got to be on prescription something. Well, Meredith is Xanax personified. She is. Yes, yes. Incredibly boring to me. I'm sorry. She is like a charisma vacuum. I don't know why (laughs) they center so much of the show on her. I'm like, oh my God, get this lady off the TV. Like, did she have a stroke? She's so, so she just seems so tired all the time. I'm like, okay, go take a nap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But I also think like part of her vocal fry could be Xanax, where it's like, because her words kind of drag. Yeah, and she, also, she kind of has a lisp. It's like, yeah, maybe she's just like really losing motor function. She—that's how it seems. Oh no! Everybody is crashing and burning and dying before our eyes on this app. This is a death week. Oh, I'm screaming! This is a death week, and we are out here welcoming death as the Venus in Scorpio wants us to do, so that there can be new life. Yes. Um. And I'm sorry for saying that Meredith Marks had a stroke. We don't know. We don't know if her son's gay. We don't know if she had a stroke. We don't want to, you know, uh, we're we're just uh, making conjectures. It's not nice. Do you think, do you think think she had a stroke? Uh, (laughs) I don't know, you guys. Anybody, our stands that are listening, let us know at the tail end of this app if this is hurtful to anyone that had a stroke. We want to Octavia Spencer this shit and just double check that you know that we are just joking. But if it inflicted hurt upon anyone, we did not mean it. And it is not nice to make fun of people 
you know, just at their own expense and make other people the butt of the joke isn't cool. Even if Britney absolutely should get a prenup, it's not a motherfucking joke. It is a joke. It's funny. Yes, but it's also not a joke. Yeah, but it's also funny because it's not saying that it's saying that Britney has a lot of money. That's well, not but it's also but I think it's like no, but I think it's like based on what's going. I think it's more that it's so sensitive because it's like it's like so it, right. If it was a normal circumstance, it would just be funny. But because it's like she's just like we're just getting the hint of maybe this conservatorship is about to end, and like so and many men have taken advantage of her, and she didn't get a prenup with K Fed. She didn't get a prenup with Jason Alexander. I mean, this bitch is marrying and going. I'll split half. Just stay with me. And it's like we, you know, we've both. Even the body language bodies. He's like, do we trust Sam Oscari? And it's like, I do think I like him. I want to say I think I like him. And I, I do trust him. But who the fuck? We thought K-Fed had nothing but Britney. And then he actually like fucking trolled her. So who knows? Asgari's way sexier than K-Fed. He has way oh, more yeah. of a future. Yeah. He could use I- a fat divorce settlement. So I don't wish that upon him. I do have to go on live right now. But um, okay. We continued. I hope this was an okay episode. We were sort of racing through it, but you know, you I mean, guys it's are still an hour and a fucking half. But, well, you're with us on the journey, and thanks for just allowing us to just die in front of you, and and for allowing the death in your life to occur beautifully and peacefully, so that there can be new life, like a new puppy or some lizard cakes or whatever. Follow us on Instagram and buy our merch. Ah, oh, definitely. Space trash, trash in space. Space Trash. Lifestyles, the rich and Uranus. Space Trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. (laughs) Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.